Hey there, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. Joining me for the third time, our third installment of uh, Urban Legends from Every State, Mr. Robert Burrill. Uh, look look for him on social media. He just had a new album out and all his social media stuff. It's just Robert, B-A-R-I-L. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into this. Robert, let's you and I talk about uh, North Dakota. Well, let's jump from some bobcats. Uh, Robert over to North Dakota, the the White Lady Lane. The story of White Lady Lane is a tragic one. Good. I mean, uh, if it's excellent. North Dakota, she could only be white. I feel like <laughs> yes, for uh, or uh, Native American. Uh, the the legend states that a young woman became pregnant out of wedlock. That's and... North Dakota. This is <laughs> really on brand. This is the most on brand of any urban legend we've done. This isn't even a legend. This is last week. <laughs> and her religious parents forced her to marry the father instead of sending her to the black angel, whatever it was in Iowa. Uh, marry yep. this guy. Marry the father. The baby ended up dying after their wedding. Uh, it only gets better, apparently. Uh, the no, girl... This is all. This is all real life North Dakota. None, none yeah. of this is. Yeah, this you could just read the Grand Forks Herald and see this story. <laughs> uh, the girl. Uh, the girl got so upset about her baby and her forced marriage that she hanged herself from a bridge in her wedding dress. Locals claimed that to still see the ghost hanging from the bridge. This is the most believable legend we've talked about so far i mm-hmm. none of this none of this seems surreal to me at all this just seems like a very sad bullshit uh, not like it's it's made up i just mean like that it's shit that like a, a shitty life that a girl would lead in north dakota yeah. i a hundred percent believe this well just the visual and and you know you're let's say you're hiking and you look oh there's a bridge up there and just a, a lady hanging uh, uh anybody hanging what a visual that always is right Yep. Yeah. The only thing I would question is it, it probably wasn't a wedding dress. It was probably a Polaris racing jacket. But aside <laughs> aside from that, I believe 100% of the facts of this legend. It was a NASCAR uh, racing jacket with uh, featuring both M&Ms on the back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a three deep Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Jake Reed, 1998 Vikings t-shirt, three sizes too big. Uh, but everything else is 100% accurate. 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 Um, we go from uh, North Dakota to Ohio. Uh, with the the uh, were, werewolf of defiance. Hell yeah, of defiance. That's a badass name. Yeah, it's a great name, Defiance, Ohio. During the summer of 1972, the people of Defiance claimed they were being terrorized by a werewolf. The sightings always happened at night, generally by the train tracks. A couple of women said it would uh, try to get into their houses by rattling the doorknobs. The animal was said to be huge, hairy, and dressed in rags. But after summer ended, the, the beast disappeared, never to be heard again. Well, I like it. I like that it fuck with a town called Defiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think by naming yourself, I'd like, I just imagine the mayor of Defiance being a really fun dude. <laughs> like, hey, the state passed a law. You go, nope. Listen, I know that's kind of your whole, we're not doing it. God damn it, Defiance. Nope that, All right, no. come on. Nope. Uh-uh. He's, 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 where's a shirt that says no every single day? Yeah. It's it's always opposite day or not opposite day and Defiance. Yep. Well, uh, the state wants us to shut the bars at 10 p.m., but we open till 5 because it's fucking Defiance, baby. <laughs> uh, we won't comply. It's it's Defiance, Ohio. We do not comply on the sign as you pull into town. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Population, none of your goddamn business. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. Oh, okay. Yep. Can you tell me how to get to the courthouse? No. (laughs) I can't. Oh, man. Who do we got in the calendar next week? Oh, we have to play Defiance. They just cheat every single... (laughs) And I, I do like the the werewolf of defiance was a werewolf or a hobo. Yeah, could have just been a hobo. Exactly, wearing rags might have been a hobo. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it was probably it's... just a person they denied help to. Yeah. Help me, rattling. Uh, no, go away. If there's if there's one place you can't count on for any kind of government or community assistance, it is Defiance, Ohio. Yeah, I I would say so. They had to bring the werewolf over to Indiana to get treatment. The uh, their mascot is just like a picture of a Karen with her arms crossed. <laughs> no, manager. No. Hmm. no. You know they think the 2020 election was stolen. <laughs> well, don't we all? They... <laughs> uh, let's go to Oklahoma, the mysterious shaman's portal. Uh, the mysterious occurrences in Beaver Dunes Park have been attributed to the fact that it was built upon ancient Native American burial grounds. That never works out well for people. Why do people continue to build on Native American burial grounds. Greed, apparently. Any, I guess. Why, also, why does it have to be Native American? Any kind of burial grounds, probably, let's not build a 7-Eleven here, shall we? I mean, I feel like the woke thing to do would be to build on Caucasian burial grounds, right? Like, let's stick it to white people. You know, let's... <laughs> For once. Some honkies, right? Like, see, <laughs> see what the honkies do when it comes to haunting. Can you imagine, like, what if the Shining uh, Hotel was built on uh, Caucasian burial grounds, like the stuff that would be going on in that hotel? Yeah, it would just be, like, more expensive drink prices, you know, <laughs> I think. <laughs> they would just be Turn the music down. The yeah, too loud. This, this music's too... This food's too spicy. No <laughs> one's in this cafeteria. The food's too spicy. Sir, it's mayonnaise. I know! Yeah. Spicy mayo. Uh, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, in fear for my life. I see, uh, a, 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 this, uh, black bus, but you're a ghost. How do you feel <laughs> for your life? Is it, I just, I'm worried. I'm concerned that this, uh, this, uh, bellhop is a, a, a black kid. <laughs> How do you have service in the afterlife? Who are you using by the way? <laughs> uh, the, so it's built on native American burial grounds, which is why it's called the shaman's portal. It's also known as the Oklahoma Bermuda Triangle. Uh, All right. Mysterious All things right. happen in the park, starting with the Spanish conquistadors who uh, went missing while searching for gold in the 1500s. Since the paranormal activity seekers flocked to the dunes, uh, since then, rather, uh, uh, people flocked to the dunes, and some people claimed that a UFO crashed there and a group in the in the 90s who tested the soil, said it was abnormal. Dun, dun, dun. This one seems like a real grab bag where, it, you know, and aliens. You're like, well, I feel like you should pick one. Yeah, people where it's missing. like Native American uh, burial ground. Okay, haunting. All right, missing people. Okay, aliens. What? There's also Bigfoot. Get Okay, stop <laughs> with. Well, it is a portal. They're probably just using it as like anybody can come here. It's a portal, you know? Oh, sure. That makes sense. Next week, look out for Momo. Oh, no, we got a Momo. Goat boy coming in October. Like they're booking they're booking yeah. other urban legends. Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, you're going to want to get these tickets soon because it's really going to sell out. The, uh, the, uh, how, are they, how are they still booking the Florida cars that go backwards uphill? They didn't, that, <laughs> that, act, that act was lazy 20 years ago. They're still booking that? There's not even any of the original cars in the group anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. They got the Minnesota Rock. No one's going to pay to see the Minnesota Rock. <laughs> Fjorgen, Jurgen, Schurgenbergen. <clears throat> no, thank you. That's uh, We booked the Minnesota Rock during the summer slow months. <laughs> it, we could do a co-headlining week. There you go. Yeah, we'll have the... The uh, what was it? The Missouri Energy Ball can co-headline with the Minnesota <laughs> Swedish Viking Rock, maybe. And you're making summer money. <laughs> no hotel. Uh, let's jump to Oregon. Uh, no just hotel. To... <laughs> you won't put up the rock. <laughs> you find your own uh, accommodations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the Vikings I... can bring you here. <laughs> Uh, Oregon, I, I like this title and I, I hope the title is as good or the, the, the paragraph I'm about to read is as good as the title, but we're going to talk about the bandage man. <laughs> All of, right. Of Cannon beach. Uh, the bandage man is the American version of a mummy lame. 
Uh, <laughs> he is uh, rumored to be the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident and now terrorizes teenagers who hang out uh, at a deserted area or a highway uh, near Cannon Beach. Stories say that he knocks on car windows to try and get in and smells really, really bad is exactly what this is. Smells really, really bad. I love the the sheer randomness of fucking with teenagers because you'd think he'd have a vendetta against the sawmill he worked at. But no, no, this... those are good guys. My boss that made me uh, work, who, who assigned me as the saw cleaner while it's running. I got nothing against him. You know, he's just <laughs> yeah. trying to make a buck. It's these young, sexy kids that think they can get their jollies without any consequences. <laughs> He he died, and his last words were premarital sex. <laughs> uh, I'm not the... avenging the lax uh, regulations at this sawmill. It's uh, <laughs> kids. It's just kids trying to do it. It's nobody from OSHA. It's just children. Just uh, I do love the the bandage man though. That's a, a great in my head. It's much cooler than what it is but if that's not a an urban legend i don't know what is he he died at the sawmill and now if you make out he'll get you i also love the idea of a villain that is really clumsy and just continuously harms himself while yeah. he you know like a like uh inspector clouseau kind of thing where he's like <laughs> i'm gonna go fuck with those kids but then he like steps in a paint bucket and falls down and gets <laughs> ran over by a car and then a bird shits on him and then he gets <laughs> up and then he gets caught on fire. <laughs> Mr. Bean of Oregon. He's just got exactly, a turkey on yeah. his head. <laughs> hey, I'm the bandage man. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Today we launched the bandage man over this lake in a cannon. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's go over the lake to Pennsylvania. Uh, All right. It's, it's the bus to nowhere. Well, that uh, sounds about right. And Philadelphia, there's rumored to be a bus that doesn't have an end destination. The story says <laughs> that the the bus only picks up passengers uh, that are at their lowest moments who need to get away from their problems. Once the passenger is ready to face the world, they can get off the bus. But the passenger has no idea how long they've been on the bus for. It could have been hours, days, or even years. It sounds like someone was late to turn in their Urban Legends homework and then just took like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, yeah, yes, the uh, the bus to nowhere. Imagine you're at a bus stop, if you will. <laughs> I, it's kind yeah. of like a, a problems purgatory. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's I, I I put it above the Missouri Energy Ball, the Minnesota Rock, but I, you know, without anyone dying or anything being drained of blood or a curse, like it just seems kind of I don't know. It's one of those like eh legends. I mean, yeah. if you're going to go through the trouble to create a legend, I feel like you could do something a little bit better than you know, because that's just like oh, you're in traffic forever like well all right i mean that's not yeah and it's it's also public transportation <clears throat> and I, you know i know in certain cities it's much better than where i live in indiana but just to touch a public surface to me anywhere is uh quite terrifying that's yeah i mean why I is it greasy I, but then it, yeah I, I i guess for a certain kind of person it would be torture but for most people, it's just like a, a mild inconvenience, Yeah, which I guess is kind of funny that it, I guess like being stuck on a bus forever as opposed to like, could you just kill me? Could I just be murdered? <laughs> this isn't. Yeah, just being being somewhere where somebody is not using headphones to listen to their stuff. Yeah, or you know. maybe you're, you're seated next to somebody who's constantly trying to get the driver's attention to stop the bus. <clears throat> sir, sir, sir. Ringing the bell. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> He hasn't stopped in 18 years. You think he's going to stop? Sir. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> sir. And it's, a, do you get off the bus? Does does that time pass in the real world? Hasn't mm -hmm. been 10, is this like the Bermuda Triangle of Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. 
guy, the, the job you're interviewing for doesn't exist anymore. It's been <laughs> 70 years, I promise you. With Blockbuster, there's no Blockbusters anymore. You're not going to yeah. get that job. Don't worry about the mortgage. Uh, the bank took it back. <laughs> Your child has been born and has been eaten by the the Gooch man or whatever the fuck <laughs> the his name was. The Grunch, yes. <clears throat> I'm not the Gooch. I'm the Grunch. <laughs> uh, let's go to Peter Griffin territory, Rhode Island. All uh, right. This one might be good. It's called The Devil's Footprints. Ooh, another devil one. All right. Yeah. There's a, there's a rock on Devil's Foot Road that appears to show a normal human footprint and a cloven hoof. The story goes that a Native American woman murdered a white man and fled the scene of the crime. While running, she was stopped by another man. She cried out for the devil to save her when the man admitted that he himself was the devil and uh, stomped his feet on the ground to prove that he had a cloven hoof which the uh which the rock uh still shows to this day. And I like that there was only one set of footprints because Satan was carrying her. <laughs> well done. See, that's a rock story. How hard is it that you can have a rock and it can still be a good story? Yeah. You got a dead white guy, that's woke, that's progressive. Native <laughs> American woman, I like that. Uh yeah, there's there's a lot and and uh, you know a devil's thing. I like that. You don't you don't need anything. You don't. No one's going after teenagers. That seems a little played out now. Mm-hmm. I, I like this one. I like this one. And I, I'm sure it's been added locally that if you place your feet in the the two rocks or whatever, that now you've entered into the covenant with the devil too or something. And if it's I not, mean, I just made it up and it sounds great to me. You know. Oh, absolutely. I I like the twist where she tries to summon the devil and he's like, "Bitch, I'm here." Tap, tap. <laughs> Yeah, ta-da. Ta-da. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I think that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, South Carolina, the uh, death of Julia uh, Laguerre, or uh, it's L-E-G-A-R-E. So it just sounds like a Dateline episode. Yeah, dun-dun. Uh, in the 1800s, the Laguerres were a well-to-do South Carolinian family that had homes on the mainland and on Edisto Island. The daughter, Julia, got sick, was pronounced dead, and was buried inside their family mausoleum. Years later, another member of the Legere, or Laguerre family uh, died, and when their tomb was opened, the remains of Julia were found outside her coffin. Ooh. The story <laughs> says that Julia had been in a coma and had woken up to try and escape her tomb, but sadly died. After the first reopening of the Laguerre mausoleum, the door can't... Uh, can't seem to stay shut. Uh, the family's tried multiple different doors, and every single time the door was found open. People believe that the ghost of Julia didn't want to be locked in the tomb any longer. That's I like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, you'd think a well-to-do family could afford a decent handyman. So, yeah, or a guard. Uh, or a guard. Or a yep. doctor that can tell when your heart is stopped. <laughs> Hey, they're trying to save money, all right? Yeah. He, he he was in med school. I mean, oh, I gotta I gotta fork over all the I didn't get this I didn't create this well to do family by paying out the ass for every little task. Okay. <laughs> I will I... say, have you uh are you familiar with that the Alex Murdoch saga? Because that was a South Carolina he was like a, a no like a third generation district attorney and anyway. He's like on trial now for murdering his wife and his son, which I don't think he did. But the son that was murdered was also he like drank and drove a boat that killed a girl. And I think it was probably a revenge killing. But all that is a long story to say. I feel like South Carolina is the one state you don't want to like be a wealthy family in because it seems to never end well for you. Where it's yeah. like they're a well-to-do family. Good. In South Carolina. uh Oh, like that's so, never. Yeah. You could be a well-to-do family in Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island. Things are going to go well for you. If you're a well-to-do family in South Carolina, it's only a matter of time before some horrible shit befalls you. Yeah, before your daughter starves to death in your own mausoleum. Yeah, or your son drinks and drives a boat and kills somebody, and now, like, the dominoes are in motion for your downfall. Yeah, uh, just something about South Carolina. Maybe that's it. It's just Yeah, I think it's people that forget 
that they're also Southern, where it's like, oh, we can fuck around with Ocons. Like, nah, that's this is the South. It's gonna it's gonna come back to bite you. Well, let, let's jump to another uh, s- uh, state in the South, uh, South Dakota. <laughs> uh, technically south of something yeah uh, it's south of north dakota <laughs> i used uh, to joke in my act that it was north dakota's power bottom i like that which they they loved in fargo not so much in rapid city they yeah. uh took offense to it you could put that on a t-shirt and i'm sure somebody would buy that absolutely a- i should you should and if you don't i will i will take your joke i'm admitting it here uh, on the podcast, I'm going to steal your own joke. Well, I appreciate. No, I, I, it's gentlemanly of you to just come right out with it, and I appreciate that. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, South Dakota walking Sam in the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, uh, purportedly over seven feet tall and very slim, walking Sam said to appear on the streets of the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation at night. And he tries to convince teenagers to take their own lives. Uh, whether whether or not Walking Sam is real, something tragic is going on at the reservation. From December 2014 to May 2015, there were 103 suicide attempts at Pine Ridge. Wow. I mean, I, first off, I feel like if the guy is trying to talk kids into committing suicide, walking isn't the characteristic that like sets him apart enough to make yeah. that the nickname. Everybody's walking. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he should be like suicide, Sam, right? Like that's not that's... everybody is trying to talk kids into offing themselves. Yeah. That's old walking, walking. Oh, eh. I mean, if anything, it probably shows how lazy everybody else is. If that's what he's getting his nickname for. Yeah. Well, but on according... top... go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but I, I do respect the fact that instead of just outright murdering the teenagers like uh, Cropsy and all the others, he's just trying to be persuasive. Like, hey, come on. It'll be so much better when you do-. like he's not mm-hmm. an active suicide person. He's just, you know, pre- it, it's still your choice, which yeah. I respect my body, my choice. I think <laughs> you should kill yourself, but it's up to you. You like you pass him on the road and he's got a razor blade and then you pass him a little bit farther down for some reason. He's got a noose. He's like, huh? Huh? Come on. Yeah. He just he just keeps like slipping them Nietzsche books and like, you know, <laughs> Evanescence albums or whatever, like yeah. just d- depressing uh, emo music. Well, I was going to say if if he was, you know, up to the up to times, it would he would just put it in music. The courts will yeah, tell yeah. you it was the music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Walk in Sam and uh, in, in South Dakota, uh, Tennessee, the boy in the bathroom at Pine Haven School, uh, located in Jamestown. Pine Haven School is an old and abandoned uh, school and said to be haunted. A tragic story supposedly took place there. Supposedly, not supposedly. Uh, <laughs> was it? That's the tragedy in this story. Uh in We're Mississippi, bo- the urban legend is the school that hasn't been abandoned. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Learning. <laughs> uh, and that could be several states, not just Mississippi. Oh, I know. Uh, That's just the first one that came to mind. Of course. I can't tell the teacher what to do. <laughs> uh, so uh, supposedly there was a boy uh, was cornered by a group of bullies in the bathroom and shoved into a mirror where it shattered and killed him. To avoid getting caught, uh, committing murder, the bullies decided to bury the body underneath the floorboards. Today, uh, people say that if you go inside the school, you can see the reflection of the boy uh, if you look in the mirror. Love it. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. You just had a whole murder. There's glass and blood everywhere, but let, let's bury him with no evidence. Yeah, yeah. It's a shoddy school anyway. One more <laughs> broken mirror isn't going to turn any heads. Yeah, it's blood in there. That's nothing new. No, this is a tough school. <laughs> here's the here's the thing that the kids that that bullied that kid, they're the nerds. That's how tough this school is. It's a tough school. <laughs> yeah, the, from the streets. From the streets, they were. I like uh, this one. I like. There's a death. There's there's a cover up. Uh, 
just that name, like the bully from the abandoned school, whatever. This yeah. Thing, this is a good one. It doesn't take much to have a, a good urban legend. You know, no, here's I the feel like, yeah, yeah, you can add too much. Like the one with the portal, we're like, well, th does this even count if like it's all urban legends? It's aliens. It's uh, <laughs> evil Lincoln. There. Yeah, JFK's there. Yeah, Hitler. Uh, we we can summon Hitler if you clack your heels together. Like mm -hmm. this isn't. And then you also need something more than a goddamn rock with <laughs> fucking maybe Viking Swedishness carved into it. It's so disappointing. But no, this is you don't need much, and they, they there's just enough in this one. Tennessee, good job. And it has a, a good uh, an element of oh, you here you can conjure it too. I like a conjuring. I I very much like it because then it's also like you know the 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 victims play some responsibility. Like you don't want to get fucked with, don't conjure the thing. Mm -hmm. Right then you're almost bringing it on yourself, which I. Any victim that brings it on himself is a less sympathetic victim, and it's it's okay to, I mean, maybe it's not okay, but you're almost like, well, okay, you you asked for it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not upset about this. Here's you did it, you did it to yourself, friend. Yeah, it's not it's not some teenagers just trying to have some sweet sweet premarital sex at Lovers Lane, <laughs> getting their heads chopped off. It's just some fucking broy douche that thinks he can hold his own and summons the boy from the mirror or whatever. And then there's, there's no sympathy for that guy. <laughs> no, we don't need that. The broy douche. It's like, Oh, I bet I can survive the thing that has to be conjured. Like, no, those are the kind of people we don't need. It's seven years. Bad luck. Be damned. You're just going to be trapped forever here, kid. Yep. <laughs> uh, look, you've heard of the handyman. Wink, wink. I'm not going to say the real name. Uh, Texas has the candy lady. <laughs> uh, in the early 1900s, children in an unnamed uh, rural town uh, in Texas started to go missing, and the residents blamed it on the candy lady. The story says that she would go around leaving candy on children's windows, and eventually she'd lure the kids out with uh, notes attached, promising more candy. The story picked up steam, when a farmer allegedly found rotten teeth on his farm and later found the body of a boy with his pocket stuffed with candy. Uh, white little, or while little is known about the origin of the story, some have speculated that the candy lady was the real, uh, was real and that her name was Clara Crane. I like how it gets really specific at the end. That just sounds like a divorced guy who's like, fuck my wife, she's the candy lady. Well, this whole like, article was written by Jim Crane, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love how everything is like, we're not sure, we're not sure, but if it is, it's this bitch specifically that I was married to for five of the worst years of my life. Social security number 812, blah, blah, yeah. blah, yeah. She's dating a guy named Ralph right now. Ralph deserves her, that two-time and son of a bitch. <laughs> Well, and usually that's like a you know if you could lure like luring children with candy away from home or anything that's like just a common that's from the from the birth your parents are like don't talk to strangers don't take candy from strangers all mm -hmm. that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a, a Hansel and Gretel element to it too a little bit where uh, I mean I guess she, this the candy lady's a bit more active where she's going to them and leaving candy and then notes but i also got like so what's the note like if you like this candy uh go to the the mill two miles down take a right you're gonna see a hut <laughs> not that hut i don't live in that hut you're gonna want to go to the blue hut <laughs> you know because it's not like the kids can just google map their way to where this candy lady lives yeah here's my exact address yeah <laughs> no cops <laughs> I swear to God, if you bring cops, you're not getting a Tootsie Roll. You're not getting anything if you bring a fucking cop to this house. And 1900s, how good was this candy? I guess back in the day, candy was candy, but, you know, oh, it's an apple? No, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she was like the first one to introduce like caramel. And it was like, holy shit. I suppose without any other candy, that would be pretty addictive. Yeah, goody Clara Crane over here. Although, I, I feel like it's just a waste of product if you're burying the kid with candy. Like, yeah, let's. I, 
Yeah, let's get that back and let's reuse that. You know, you know what would be really good for me being able to continue to continue this uh, sweet murder rampage I'm on right now is really making it obvious that I'm the one that did it. Real, <laughs> real calling card. It's a literal trail of candy, a la Looney yeah. Tunes and all that. Back to back to my <laughs> blue hut. <laughs> back to the candy house. <laughs> Uh, so we're, let's go from uh, Texas uh, over to Utah. The curse of the, uh, oh boy, e Escalante Petrified Forest. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm getting some of these wrong. While it's illegal right. to take anything from the Escalante Petrified Forest State Park, there is a legend that says that anyone who takes pieces of petrified wood from the park will be cursed with bad luck, sickness, and accidents. Park manager Kendall Farnsworth stated in 2014 that he gets about a dozen packages every year containing a piece of wood from the park and an apologetic letter detailing the sender's uh, misfortunes. I like this one. Yeah, I, I think it's a testament to how nice most Mormons are, where the curse isn't anything that's like going to kill you or mm -hmm. take the life from you. You just, you know, you'll break a chair. When you sit yeah. down, you're going to run over a piece of glass and get a flat tire. And ah, it's that petrified wood. I've broken two shoestrings this month. Send it back. Yeah. God damn it. It's that it's that petrified forest curse. I also like the idea of like really scared trees. Like, oh, there's some, there's some <laughs> people are coming. <laughs> trying, I... to, trying to bend a little bit away from them. I, I do like that it's a great way for people to leave the land the way it is. Don't take anything or you're going to be cursed. Yeah, but not like Native American curse where they like possess you when you go running off a cliff. Again, it's, you know, you spill your drink at Subway. Or, you know, yeah. just these tiny little accidents of like, oh, oh, oh boy. I'm sorry. And then yeah, you got to apologize. Or sick, you know. <clears throat> oh, that's that forest. I better send that back. God forbid FedEx loses that package. I'm running a slight fever. You think it's COVID? No, I took a chunk of bark from one of those scared trees. Let's yeah. just put that back in the mail. Uh, let's go to Vermont. As if, as if what? He's gonna like the guy's gonna like put it back in the tree. Like what is? Yeah, I don't. Like, what, well, I don't know what he. Maybe he has like a. It's not like a finger you reattach. Yeah, it's a, who knows where this wood came from. So maybe he's got like a, he's got a pile of wood chips or something. Like, let, oh, just put it in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he would do. With the, I wonder, if, I wonder if he really does keep all the the letters and stuff. Maybe that that would be interesting mm -hmm. to read about. I'm sorry, uh, I took this. Here's what happened. I got a flat tire. All that stuff. Yeah. Everything in a country song happened. I was I was reading a book. I got a paper cut. I knew exactly what the source was. So <laughs> here's here, yeah. Here's the the wood back. My uh, my apologies. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Vermont, the frozen people, first appearing in a diary that was published in the late 1800s. The legend of the hibernating old people recounts the tale of a poor family outside of Montpelier who couldn't afford to feed and clothe the oldest members of their family. So they froze the people and buried them. According to the tale, when spring rolled around, the elders thawed out and were just fine. Oh, that is awesome. How is this not the Minnesota one? This has Minnesota written <clears throat> all over it, freezing uh, people. Yeah. And then they just get unthawed. I love this one. Just put them out there. They'll stay fresh. Yeah, that's, that's great. Who I for that who forgot to thaw out grandpa. This is a real fun one. This is, I mean, who needs social security when you just freeze them for six months? Yeah. It just, let's hibernate, man. I, what a, what a great tool that would be. It's like, you know, I'm not having a good time right now. Uh, rather than take the bus in Philadelphia, let me just freeze myself. Grandpa, you've clogged the toilet for the last time. No, don't put me outside. Yes. We're putting you outside. Oh, fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think of the money you're saving on laundry, on food, on electricity. <laughs> He's not watching me TV all day and cable news, not clogging the toilet. You're saving on the water bill. 
yeah, just let's let's freeze them. Uh, and I no mean, one's going to take it. Who's going to take another old person? Who's like, ah, more old people, please. More more chores, please. Yeah, they could double the scarecrows in the fall. <laughs> uh, well, it is Ben and Jerry's country, Vermont. So that Hey, yeah. there you go. Where's that flavor? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, uh, what is that, Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> it's Funky Nana. <laughs> it's it's nana banana that there you go nana banana frozen grandmas <laughs> uh virginia uh this, oh this we're getting toward the end now yeah uh the bunny man <laughs> oh my god uh the uh the bunny man's legend starts with uh hugh every, hefner is it hugh hefner yeah you know me and the girls were out at the grotto <laughs> Uh, starts. Uh, every good urban legend starts with an insane asylum. The people of Clifton were so up in arms about the asylum that they were able uh, to get it all. Uh, all of the patients transferred. They didn't want them to be there. The patients were being moved on a bus that crashed, and the police were able to catch all the patients except one, the Bunny Man. According nice. to the tale, the Bunny Man lived in the woods and sustained himself on uh, woodland creatures like bunnies but eventually he attacked humans some people reported uh, being attacked by a man with a hatchet other tales say that uh, groups of teens would see a bright light and then would wind up dead strung up over a bridge so yeah they saw a bright light and they killed them and we figured out that they saw a bright light since nobody told us you know since they were dead <laughs> Yeah, I I do like the irony of a guy being the bunny man and he's the one that like survives because I feel like bunnies rarely uh, survive any encounter. Yeah, well and also what a what a contrast from name to actual stuff that this guy did. Yeah. Yeah. Big he's time. Kind of, he's probably just angry that people call him the bunny man. Yeah, it, like if you hear a guy's the bunny man, you think he's probably having a lot of sex and he need carrots. That's what you think for the bunny man. Yeah, he's he's tricking uh, local hunters who want you to be very quiet. He's like teasing dogs in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, that's the, all. That's all he's doing. He just teases your dog for ten minutes and then moves yeah. on. Yeah, I just run up and down the fence line, and they chase me. Listen, the bunny man is very easy to kill, but unfortunately, there are millions of bunny men. <laughs> uh yeah so living out in the woods it's uh, has the uh the origin story of halloween 2018 a little bit escaped uh mm-hmm. mental patient yep. runs amok and the uh bunny man's after laurie strode <laughs> <laughs> uh washington here's a the most classic of classic ones bigfoot uh is or the uh momo of the <laughs> west the pacific <laughs> northwest the Womo. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot uh, is internationally recognizable name and has been spotted all over the country, but Bigfoot has been spotted the most in Washington state. Uh, you know, essentially ape-like creature who is either ferocious beast who attacks loggers and hikers or gentle giant who wants to be left alone. Depends on who or you are, I think. They're twin brothers. Yeah. One's how evil. That? And how can you tell... Which one's evil because they're covered in hair, so the one that has a goatee, you can't tell that it's the evil one. Oh, uh, you beat me to the goatee joke. That was oh, what sorry. I was going to say. Yeah, um, no, no, that's, <laughs> that's, hey, great minds. That was what I was going to say is like the, the evil one has slightly more of a goatee than the other <laughs> one. But yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell. No, not at all. Not, to, not you'd have to check out the dingleberries. I feel like that's a yeah. Well, like right before, right before the cops show up, the evil one tosses the severed head to the good one who catches it, and then the cops see him and shoot him. Like, okay, yeah. it's a good thing. It's a good thing we saved the peaceful one who like snickers <laughs> and saunters off into the woods. <laughs> yeah, you know we've heard of a, a a few Bigfoot type creatures. Which where do you stand on Bigfoot living anywhere? Do you think it's a possibility? Um, I, I choose, well, I guess part of it is, uh, I, I don't really care one way or the other, but if it's make-believe, then sure. Why not? I definitely, I would rather subscribe to Bigfoot classic 
than any sort of like modern updates or different takes on the the Bigfoot per se. Mm-hmm. So that's if if I'm gonna believe in any Bigfoot, I choose to believe in classic Bigfoot. Yeah, that's like classic Coke. That's uh the standard. Exactly. Or like I'm not even a Mountain Dew person, but enough with like the Code Red, Berry Blast, all this like crystal yeah. mappy variations <laughs> of it of like just just go with the the classic if it works don't mess around with like uh all the other like oh reese's like oh it's all peanut butter now and it's <laughs> like just the, the peanut butter cups are fine just stop messing around with stuff like See, baking there's... soda Bake, it comes in the same goddamn box it's came in for the last 100 <laughs> years and it ju- it does the job. Nobody's getting fancy with baking soda. No, it it works. It, you, that's that's all you need. Well, and th- there's there's classic Bigfoot, and then if you want Momo Bigfoot, you got to go to Taco Bell to get it. <laughs> there's like extreme Bigfoot. <laughs> this Bigfoot can be seen uh, larping and riding a skateboard <laughs> at the park. He's wearing goggles for some reason. For a limited time. Pick- for a limited time, extreme Bigfoot. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I brought this one up and I, I spoiled it a little bit because I didn't look at all the way down on the list. But West Virginia, the Mothman. Oh, here we go. Yep. In 1966, stories say that uh, West Virginia was visited by an insectoid uh, flying <laughs> creature. <laughs> was it was it announced by the same scientist that called the thing in Tremors the graboid? <laughs> it was the. The the graboid, yeah, I I do love insectoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it had uh, bright red eyes who resembled both a moth and a man. <laughs> That's crazy. Sure, uh, he was spotted flying around the town of Point Pleasant along with uh, shining lights and the Men in Black. Uh, Mothman's Will origins. Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Here come the Men in Black. Ooh. Ah. Uh, Mothman's origins have been claimed as supernatural, uh, alien or government e- experiment gone wrong, but Point Pleasant has embraced the monster, erecting a statue, creating a museum, and even dedicating the festival to him. In 2002, a film starring Richard Gere called The Mothman Prophecies was released. I, I did see that. I liked it. I, I haven't definitely... seen it. But I've been I, to that town, for, not for the festival, but I've stopped in. I've seen that statue. They got a museum. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth the 10 bucks they charge or whatever it was to get in. I definitely feel like that's a really good way of, like, hedging your bets if the creature is real. Because, like, how could you not be flattered by that as a creature? Where you're like, well, I was going to kill everybody here, but they, I think they're worshiping me. I see myself on shirts <laughs> like that. All right. You know, it's the same thing with Trump, where, like, you flatter him enough, and maybe he's not going to be as big of an asshole to you. Yeah, he likes, they like me, so I like them back. I like Moth Tower. Moth Tower is one of the biggest towers on the the East (laughs) Coast. This is is great. I got all the best fans. I love my moth heads out there. This is great. (laughs) Uh, And what they didn't mention in in this section of the of the urban legends is that they say the earth, the Mothman was like a harbinger of doom uh, for their bridge collapsing. I guess there was a bunch of cars on the bridge and it collapsed and people uh, said that, Oh yeah, you know, I saw the Mothman around the time that the bridge collapsed. So they say, Oh, this, when you see him, it's not, it's not necessarily good news. I mean, I feel like that's <clears throat> like anything could be a harbinger of doom if it happens before some other shit happens. Yeah. And also, right. what what kind of harbinger or doom are you if you just didn't say what was going to happen? Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you. I came to warn everybody by just kind of being here and revealing <laughs> myself to like four people that don't know each other all that well. That That's only remembered I... after the fact. <laughs> uh, I. But uh, yeah, I. It's a. It's a nice little town. Go go check that out. It's on the on the river. What river it is, I don't know, but it was nice. It's definitely unique, too, where you don't really see a lot of other places with their own versions of the Mothman the way that... Uh, yeah, you don't have Mo Mo Mothman, you know? Yeah, do they, like, copyright... Yeah, yeah, Mo Mothman. <laughs> uh, do they copyright Mothman or something? It's pretty impressive that they've been able to, like, walk down that specific creature. 
Yeah, that they've got the copyright on. You you get Richard Gere on board, you can do about anything. I was about to say, I think if Richard Gere makes the movie, then you own that creature. <laughs> uh, we we have two more. Uh, uh, let me. So we're at Washington now, right? Uh, so, we are at West Virginia. We, oh, we just did West Virginia. So I'm assuming Wisconsin and Wyoming are those our last ones? Yes, sir. All right, let's hear it. Uh, Wisconsin Boy Scout Lane. The story of what exactly happened at Boy Scout Lane varies, but they all end with the same conclusion. A group of Boy Scouts dead on the road. In hmm. some stories, there was a bus crash with no survivors, or they were murdered by their bus driver, or they mysteriously vanish into the woods one by one. Visitors have reported seeing a swinging body in the trees. Don't like that. Uh <laughs> Feeling as though they are being watched and uh, finding child-sized handprints. Don't like that one either. This is a really good one. I yeah. the, the disappeared boys is really eerie. The anything like little kid that fucks with you is definitely unsettling. Uh, and then not like the fact that they probably died. That's mm -hmm. you know good. You want death for an urban thing, but then you're not really sure how. I think is good because then it'll room for speculation. Disappearing one by one just seems like I mean, they're not fucking lemmings. Like you know, I'm gonna go in the woods, and then two hours later, like, well, I'm gonna follow him, but you guys stay here. Yeah. And then another one, like, well, those two guys. I guess it's my turn. No one else come with me. We don't want to do anything as a group where we have a chance <laughs> of surviving. I'll go next. It is. I'm. It's. This says it's in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. And if they were like a group of Boy Scouts, that's been in the last hundred years. <clears throat> you got to imagine that it's. This is easily debunkable. Of like, you know, were there records of eight kids dying at the same time that happened to be Boy Scouts? I love the idea of the bus driver being like, throw one more paper airplane. <laughs> throw one. See what fucking happens when you throw one more. Was that you? Aaron? All right, that's it. I'm pulling over. Oh, he's, he's really angry. Yeah. He's he's practicing all the knots on us. Oh, no. <laughs> As they're like lying down next to each other tied up. Hey, how this, far do you think this guy's going to take this? All the way to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like that. When I was a Boy Scout as a kid, so you're like, you know, could have been me back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, getting his uh, murder badge. I think he's earning. Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, I I fulfilled all all my requirements. So let me sew this little patch on my shirt now. Yeah, the one murder. kid that gets the one kid that gets shit for having this uh, tiny little Swiss pocket knife is the one that cuts his uh, hands free and gets to run away and doesn't save the others that were bullying him. No, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, and we're still going camping or what? <laughs> uh let's wrap it up with wyoming uh let's and it's do a, it it's another devil's thing robert devil's tower Ooh. uh there's no scientific consensus on why devil's rock looks the way it does but one native american creation story attributes uh the landmark shape to a tragedy according to the story a large group of cheyenne girls were attacked and killed by a bear Two escaped and found help from two boys who convinced the girls to act as bait. They climbed to the top of the tower and the bear tried to follow. The boy shot arrows at the bear and it finally gave up, leaving scratches all the way down the rock as it slid down. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, uh... let's, all, the, all of them are dead, but you know what? Go, go be bait for us. Go, yeah, yeah. Go confront this uh, this bear again. Devil's Rock sounds like what Nancy Reagan would have called Twisted Sisters music. <laughs> or, uh, or Ronald Reagan would call crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. they're on the Devil's Crack or the Devil's Rock or whatever. I'll tell you what happened to society. It was that Devil's Rock. <laughs> well, you, know, you are going to take it, mister. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no I, this is a this is a an all right one i mean to be fair i think it sort of peaked with wisconsin's one it's hard to follow that that really cool disappeared boy scout one but yeah 
I should have just gone uh, not in alphabetical order. That this goddamn Wyoming had to. Had I mean, to it's still us. it's still all right. I mean, yeah, a, it's not like the worst. that's the whole story. That's like a Disney movie, you know. The the bear comes, but they avenge the death. They shoot the thing. It falls down, but claws all the way down. And maybe there's a sequel. Maybe that bear had a child. Uh, you know, so imagine the 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 tales that the bears tell each other, and then they oh. attacked me for just trying to eat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the food killed dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but this this was this was fun, man. This was a fun journey. Yeah, I uh, I've not done a, a one quite like this on this show, and I I hope you'll come back for all the U.S. territories. Urban yes, legends. Let's do that. Guam, Puerto Rico, <laughs> virgins down the volcano. As long as there's no fucking large rocks with messages, that's not a legend. That's no. not, that shouldn't even count. That shouldn't even count. It's the Ten Commandments. That's what that is. <laughs> uh, Robert, let's plug whatever you want to plug and we'll get out of here. All right. Thank you. Uh, Twitter at Robert Burrell two no spaces. The number two Instagram at Instagram comedy. I uh, have some podcasts of my own comedy mainline with Steve Gillespie. Also Robert Burrell live. Uh, that one's more political topical stuff. Comedy mainline. Just we have comics on to run bits. Uh, and I believe that's and uh, uh, Robert Burrell on Facebook. B-A-R-I-L Burrell comedy dot com. Maybe it's robertburrell.com. One of those is the website I'm currently using. <laughs> and uh, I think that, and if you're, well, when does this air? Uh, it'll be out here in, in a few weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I don't uh, currently have any dates on the calendar, but if you go to Burrell Comedy or robertburrell.com, they should be up there. Follow me on the stuff and I promote my shows. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for being on this. I know this was a, this was a time dedication on your part. So uh, if nothing else, go follow Robert. Because he, he provided you with all this entertainment. This is, uh, can you still hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, my wife tried calling and then it said the thing was muted, so I wasn't sure. But yeah, this has been okay. an epic, uh, this is like a Dances with Wolves of podcasts. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a marathon. Not definitely. So uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks for having me.